And hello, hello. I'm Len Tillum. I'm a lawyer. You got legal problems. We've got all kinds of legal answers. We'd love to hear from you. All you have to do is call it in. 800-996-4505. You got legal problems. I've been a lawyer a long time. I've been answering legal questions on the radio over 20 years. We've got answers. I've got David Brown doing research. You can call whatever you want. If it's after business hours, that's the only time you can call. That's fine. We've got voicemail. We'll get back to you. Leave a number when we can call you, when we can work it out. 800-996-4505. You can also send me emails. Len at LenTillum.com. L-E-N at L-E-N-T-I-L-L-E-M, LenTillum.com. I work with three other lawyers. We do trusts and estates. Jim Gagan works with us. He does high-end personal injury accidents. You don't have to be in a major accident to write a letter. Even fender benders. Jim Gagan, by the way, he did that how to do your own personal injury report. It's about a five-page paper. We'll email it to you. Just go to LenTillum.com. Send me an email. I want the how to do your own PI guide. We've got that for you. And the lines are open. Give us a call, 800-996-4505. Let's start the show. Sam in San Jose. How come you're calling a lawyer, Sam? I called about a year ago. I talked to you about a year ago. I told you what happened. Tell us ago. again. You think we remember? Tell us again what happened to you last year. Last year, she, my, my ex, uh, uh, ex-wife accused me. After I left the house, went to gym, uh, she accused me. I the threat that I'm going to kill her, burn the house down, and uh, call the cop and told them. And I didn't think the cops will... Wait, wait, wait. You told, she told the cops you threatened to kill her and burn the house down? Correct. They don't... When they hear that, you know... I guess you know they treated very seriously these terroristic threats. They locked you up, didn't they? They locked me up for two days and one night. How did you get out of jail? Did you have to post bail? Yes. How much was the bail? 10000 so did you give a bondsman a thousand dollars, or you put up ten grand? No, I put up ten grand. Uh, where'd you get ten grand? My brother. Nice brother. Okay, so you were in jail for two and a half days, and then what happened? Did they drop the charges or something? Yeah, after a year and a half, and spending about ten thousand dollars on a lawyer, the district attorney just walked into the court and said, "Oh." Be dropping all the charges. Oh, thank Why? God. All right. That's that's just better than a win. Better than a going to trial and the jury after three weeks of trial and you worrying, saying not guilty. They dropped the charges. It's over. So how come you're calling me now? I, I wanted to see because all the damages is a $10,000 lawyer's fee. And I I was so depressed. I end up in seeing the doctor. Yeah, I'd be depressed too. Now, wait, wait a second. Your ex-wife lied about this and made it up? Yes. She lied and made... Do you have children with her? No. Okay. So is the divorce over? Is it finished? Everything's done? All the property's divided? You're finished with her, right? Uh, the, the divorce is over. The property, it was my house. They give it back to me. But uh, for all the stuff in the house disappear she took it all okay so let me guess you want to sue your ex-wife for all the money it cost you for her lying to the police about what you didn't do right correct okay you can sue her but first you have to go to court listen to this and you have to obtain a finding of factual innocence the idea here is let me explain the da dropped the charges against you because 
it didn't have the DA said we don't have enough evidence to convict you to find you guilty beyond a reasonable doubt but because they don't have enough evidence to show that you are guilty beyond a reasonable doubt that in and of itself that doesn't mean you're innocent I follow me you have to I know you're innocent but you have to have the court say you didn't do it and if you can get the court to say yeah he's innocent a finding of factual innocence then you can sue your ex-wife for malicious prosecution and abusive process. How many years were you married to this woman? Twelve. And no children. No. Does she, what does she do for a living? I'm sorry? What does she do for a living? I tell you, she is a, she is, uh, she is a family marriage therapist. She's, she, make, she doesn't make much money, right? No, she. What happened? Does she have a lot of money or not? Yes or yes, no? She has. She has. She making money. Okay. If you, because I was going to tell you, if she's got nothing, leave her alone and walk away. Because if she's willing to lie to the cops that you burned the house down, two weeks from now she'll scratch her neck and say you raped her. You know what I mean? Who knows what she'll do? She's crazy. No, I, I, I haven't seen her for over a year. Yes, but if you start suing her, you'll spend twenty thousand dollars on lawyers. Fifteen, you'll spend ten thousand at least to get ten grand back, and you'll have to look at her across depositions and deal with her. My advice to you, Sam, is you are so lucky. You're done with her. You didn't have children with her. Stop hating her. Walk away. Forgive her. Whatever it takes, let her go. You don't want anything to do with her. She's crazy. And the crappy furniture she stole, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Let her have it. You're much better. You are better off, right? Yeah, because the marriage was all... You're going to find a new girlfriend. You're going to find a new girlfriend if you're suing your wife. When you find a new girlfriend, you're going to be talking about this case all the time because it makes you crazy. And your girlfriend doesn't want to hear this. Leave it no, alone. I don't want to hear it anymore either. Then let it go. Don't sue her. Just walk away. You're lucky you didn't go to jail. You only did two days. It's dropped. It's over. I'm telling you, Sam, walk away from this. You will never find any happiness suing her, and you probably won't get any money, and you'll find some sleazebag of a lawyer who'll take you for a lot of money, and then you'll hate the lawyer more than you hate your ex-wife, if that's possible. Prob in Stockton. Oh, how come you need a lawyer? Yes, hi, Lynn. Uh, there, uh, a guy came in one day and gave me this whole packet that says summons in civil case. You are hereby summoned. What are you being sued for? Um, it was the property owner where my store is. The person is suing the property owner. What kind of what kind of store do you own? It's a cold. Uh, it's an ice cream store in Stockton. Yes. Okay, and what is the landlord being sued for? Uh, he uh, disability access prevents. Oh, Americans with Disabilities Act violations, right? Yes. He's being sued because your ice cream store, um, maybe that. There's no, there's a step a, a disabled person can't get over or the bathroom's not right, something like that, no, right? They said, um, summary of facts is lack of van accessibility, disabled parking space. Okay. Accessible route, accessible uh, entrance. Uh, listen signage. to me. Listen yeah. to me. Okay. Even though you're the tenant and you don't yeah. own the property, yeah. you can be sued over this too. The okay. complaint does the complaint name the landlord and you also? Does it have your name there with, you know, where the defendants it says? Uh, yeah, it says defendant, my name, and yeah. the landlord's property name. Listen yeah. to me. The yeah. person who came into the store, 
uh-huh. was not just giving you notice that the landlord's being sued. The uh-huh. person served you. You were served. Commercial tenants, that's you, a commercial tenant uh-huh. who doesn't give reasonable accommodations to disabled persons can be held liable. The problem is there's a cottage industry out there of crooked, sneaky lawyers. I know who file lawsuit after lawsuit against business and commercial landlords looking to make money. Some of these guys out of L.A. have been disbarred. But you need to call up your landlord and find out what they want. Maybe they're honest and they just want some retrofitting. Uh, Whatever it is. Yeah, the landlord called me. He got a letter from an attorney that says they want to represent him. From that, he knew that he has been sued because he has... Yeah, so you've been sued too. The problem is if the landlord takes care of it, it won't cost you any money. Otherwise, you're going to have to get a landlord, to, a lawyer to help you. Oh, Prob. I need a lawyer then, huh? Well, you have to file an answer within 30 days, and maybe the law- landlord's lawyer will help you and represent you, hopefully. Call the landlord and say, are you going to fix this? Are we going to be sued? You tell him, when I bought, did he tell you when you bought this, rented the store and signed the lease, it complied with all laws? Oh, honestly, because the lease is done by the franchise corporate office. They probably. Are the, uh, and the sub They are the main lease. Is this like a Baskin Robbins or something? Uh, Goldstone. Goldstone. You better call him up and ask him what he's going to because do about it. I'm the subleasy. The leasy is the corporate office. Well, whatever it is, you better look into this, and you may wind up spending $10,000 on a lawyer, and that's a lot of double-dip ice cream cones for $10,000. You know what I mean? Exactly, and it's a recession. And I know. Listen to me, Prop. Here's what you want. Call the landlord <sighs> and ask him if his, landlord, his lawyer will provide you with a defense and indemnify you. So if there's a judgment against you, he'll pay it. You want him to give you a lawyer and cover the damages and fix the problem so you don't get sued again. And call me back in two or three days and we'll talk, but you may need to get a lawyer. But if if yeah. they cover you, if they represent you, and they'll indemnify you, cover you for losses, you don't need a lawyer. Otherwise, you have to protect your behind too, Prob. I'm telling you. I have to pay them too, right? No, let, them, let him pay for it. You don't want to pay him. If, he, if you're using the landlord's lawyer and the landlord has insurance, I don't know if he does or not, shouldn't cost you. You want no, to get out of this. He told me he does, and his attorney was looking into it. And then if his attorney will cover you, you don't want to pay any of it. Let the landlord pay it all. Call me back when you know. Brad in San Jose, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hey, Lana. This weekend, some friends and I decided to go visit this abandoned city between Milpitas and Albiso. And uh, in order to get there, we had to walk on some train tracks to get there. Mm-hmm. And as we did so, we did admittingly see the signs that said no trespassing, but nobody was out there. We decided to take a look at it out of curiosity. And, and the abandoned city, what's the name of it? It's called Drawbridge, California. Yeah, and we looked it up. It's abandoned on the edge of uh, San Francisco Bay near San Jose, right? You got it. Exactly. Yeah, it turns out it's part of the Don Edwards San Francisco Bay National Wildlife Refuge. And... We looked this up on Wikipedia. It's not open to the public because of reforestation efforts. So I you no, had no idea. Yeah, but well, you saw signs. What did it say? Federal land, no trespassing. They, it said something to the sort. Yes, absolutely. Right, but it was such a nice day, and you were walking. What the hey? Right? Why should they exactly. get uptight? So what happened? A federal Smokey the Bear caught you. So what happened was, on the way back, um, after our journey, we were approached by uh, a law officer from the Fish and Wildlife Department. Did he have one of those round hats on his head? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he did, and he must have left that grab. He had the worst mustache, let me tell you. And he had a gun, too. 
He absolutely did. I was very surprised. He's very a surprised. cop. Go on. So he sat us down, and he asked us where we had been. We told him we were there. We told him that we saw the signs. He also asked to look inside the backpack, which he did. There was nothing in there. He Thank goodness you didn't have any dope with you, right? We had nothing. We had no spray cans, nothing. We were really up to no good. We just And you didn't have any little birds and nests and eggs that you found or rocks you were taking, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. But and wait so, a second, wait a second. But you told him where you were and what you did and that you saw the signs, right? Absolutely. And he asked, well, how did we find out about it? We told him we saw it on the Internet and we were going out of there out of sheer curiosity. Yeah, I'm not interested in the rest. Hold it a second. You confessed. You confessed to trespassing on federal land. It's that simple. And you got a ticket from him, right? No, the thing is, is he didn't give us a ticket. He took our information, our social security numbers, and he said that we would be, they'd send us a fine in the mail. But he never gave us a piece of paper, and we didn't sign anything. Okay. Thank goodness, you know, it's not as if you were climbing over the fence of an Air Force base. But what happened was, you did trespass on federal land. And you're going to have to deal with this in front of a federal magistrate. There are federal courts. If they send you a ticket, the maximum fine is 500 bucks. You may be able to talk your way out of it or lower the fine. But if hopefully they won't contact you and you were so nice to the guy, the federal agent, you know, the Smokey the Bear guy that he said, let the kids go. You were very cooperative. But when you said to him, yeah, we were there and we saw the signs, you can kiss any defense goodbye because you spilled your guts. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Good luck to you. If you don't get a ticket in two or three months, you better check into it. Because if they do send you a ticket, even to the wrong address, and you don't get it, they'll issue a warrant for your arrest if you don't respond. Tom in San Jose, how come you're calling a lawyer? Well, I'd like to, I was arrested, and I'd like to know how long the police have. What were you arrested for? Uh, uh, misdemeanor. Misdemeanor what? Uh, let's see, my trunks fell off at a swimming pool. Indecent exposure. Right. Now, when you say misdemeanor, you kind of mumbled it. Let me explain something. Okay. Indecent exposure is, is a misdemeanor. But if you look at the ticket, it says California Penal Code Section 314, right? Correct. Yeah, listen to this, Mr. Misdemeanor. If they find you guilty of this, you could be wind up, you could wind up being made to register as a sexual offender. I understand that. Yeah, I mean, your name will be all over Megan's list. Your neighbors will hate you. The kids will be told to stay away from you. So, I understand that, too. Yeah, this is serious. This is... You You didn't just do any weenie-wagging. You just... What happened? Your trunks fell off? As I got out of the swimming pool. How old are you? 73. Ever been arrested before? No. Yeah, you better fight this one. But you have... They haven't filed charges, right? Right. Yeah, the state... Maybe you lost a lot of weight and you should get a tighter fit. Of, I believe you, you, know, well, you poor they, schmuck. Yeah. You know, listen, how long do they have, right? Yeah. The state can jerk you around for about a year before charges are brought against you. Well, the statute of limitations for misdemeanors is one year. Okay. So they haven't filed charges yet. You haven't been told to go to court. Yes, I have. Oh, you have a court date coming up. We have already, I've already been to court twice. Oh, but what do they keep saying? Because the police haven't filed a report, they uh, put, it about, put a new date. Did they ask you to waive your right to a speedy trial? No. Then I haven't have, talked to a judge. Okay, then they have one year to file charges against you. Listen to me. I don't think you need a lawyer yet, but if they file charges against you, you fight this tooth and nail, I would take it to trial. How old did you say you are? 70 what? 73. Yeah, they're not going to find you guilty of flashing. If you say, you know, if you said I'm 21 and I jumped out of the pool in front of a bunch of girls, flashing, my pants fell off. 73-year-old right. guy, you know.
You like to keep it covered, right? Pardon me? If I were, you know, my age, I'm not 73 yet, but I like to keep my privates covered. I'm not going around showing them to everybody. You notice, since all of everybody I know turned 40, all the women and guys I know a while ago, they all turned 40. They all stopped getting naked in front of each other in hot tubs, too. I gotcha. You got to, if you get called, you better uh, deal with this, all right? Good calls today. You got legal problems? Call them in. We got another show coming for you tomorrow. 800-996-4505. All kinds of legal problems solved. If you can't call in, there's the internet. There's emails. Len at lentillum.com. We answer all kinds of emails. I work with David Brown, Rosie McNichol does trusts and estates, sophisticated estate planning, Medi-Cal planning with Arden Kwan, personal injury. I got a divorce lawyer who answers questions too. Doesn't work for me, but hopes for a referral. You got legal problems, we'll get them answered. We answer them. Email len at lentillum.com. We got one from Marion. My neighbors next door are those dopes, lowlifes. They smoke every night. Their patio faces my kitchen window. I like to keep my window open, you know? I really loathe the tobacco smell and I worry about my health as well. What can I do? What do I say to my neighbors? What's the law? Look, they have a right to smoke in their house, but it's a nuisance because smoking on your patio isn't illegal, and you would have to complain that it's a nuisance. And to win in court, you have to prove for a nuisance that the behavior is offensive not just to you but to a person of ordinary sensibilities. And um, you might say, look, to the judge, first of all, if you take them to small claims court, you may not win, but it'll make them a little nuts and maybe they'll get the message. And then six months later, if they keep smoking over there, you can take them again. So maybe if you take them to court and you hold their ass to court on a small claims court case and you ask for $5,000 for nuisance, they'll stop smoking over there. Win or lose, I think it's a winner for you. Try talking to them first, but I don't know. A lot of these smokers, you say, please don't smoke. And they're going to tell you, drop dead. I can smoke in my own house. That's the way it goes with people. Anyway, good show today. Come back tomorrow.